You're listening to the Brand Builders Podcast with your hosts, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. Welcome to another episode of the award-winning Brand Builders Podcast powered by the Dunstan Group. My name is Brian Young, and we are here with the president of the Dunstan Group, Scott Dunstan. And we got a special guest. His name is Clifford Blank Cassette from Blank Real Estate. Now let's talk about golf. Like let's just let's just knock it out of the park right away. How many people know a professional golfer? Not many. Well, guess what? We got one on the Brand Motors podcast, but he's elevated his game above golf, and he is now in the commercial real estate world. Uh, he's actually been killing it recently, and was was labeled or won basically Charlotte Agenda's thirty under thirty. Now you think somebody that's under thirty years old, man, they must be just married to the game. Nope, he's also a father. Yeah, and he has a father. Is it four, four kids, or five kids? I don't even know. We we can't even keep up with this family. Um, but the the neat thing is is that this this organization that Cliff has created has now started to branch out into multiple different assets where you're working with uh, commercial real estate, you're working with residential real estate, and we really want to talk you know with Clifford to learn more about his brand, how he's supporting the Charlotte community. We are lucky enough to be members uh, of an organization called Built National, where Clifford and Blank Real Estate are members and are awesome and, and sponsor a lot of events. So we really appreciate that. But it's going to be an interesting you know twenty to thirty minutes to learn about. Uh, you know these brands and what you're doing here locally. So thank you, and so thank you so much for joining us, and welcome Clifford to the Brand Builders Podcast. Yeah, it's it's a pleasure. Thank you for having me. Um, just want to say, obviously, a huge fan of the podcast and the Dunson Group. Um, obviously, love using you guys for pro- promotional and branding items, and and just love everything you do, and you always work so great with us. So thank you. Um, but glad to be here. Big advocate of Carolina Built. Um, and Built National, uh, love sponsoring events, love going to them, love networking. They're basically like a second family to me. I'm so glad you're part of it now, and I know we're all going to grow together. Absolutely. Thank you, Cliff. Really appreciate you spending a few minutes of your time today with us. And uh, prior to getting into blank real estate, which I think is our main topic today, I would love just a little, just to know a little bit more about yourself where did you grow up and how did you develop your golf game? Yeah, thank you for asking. So I grew up in Sanford, North Carolina, which is uh, about two hours east of Charlotte um, and is about 20 minutes north of Pinehurst, North Carolina. And, you know, a lot of people think that, you know, I grew up uh, play at a country club and uh, maybe a, a family that has some money and all the opportunity in the world. But actually, it was quite the opposite. Um I grew up in, I didn't even know what golf was until I was nine years old. And then when I figured it out, you know, the first nine months I played golf, I was uh, bought some clubs at a yard sale down the street and was chipping around my yard for nine months until finally my mom said, hey, your uh, great uncle plays golf. Maybe maybe I should get you with him. <laughs> I said, thanks, that, that'd be great. Um, and got on a golf course and fell in love with it and figured out that I had some natural talent. And he started putting me in golf tournaments and taking me under his belt and I guess a year later started winning tournaments um and so anyway I grew up at a public golf course and kind of picking range balls and cleaning carts for free golf and you know really just practiced every day and played and had a love for the game and the the passion you know has never left it just kind of transferred to my family and real estate but I still love golf um but it was my way out it was a way to get be outside for hours a day and and get good at something and so anyway, fast forward, I played college golf at Wingate University, 
and was um, all conference and and uh, won a few tournaments uh, in Division Two golf and got uh, an opportunity to play professional golf in uh, Latin America, South America, um, and here in the Southeast and took it. Um, and so, yes, played professional golf for a few years, um, played collegiate golf, played amateur golf. And, you know, we could probably have a podcast about golf if you like. Um, I played 14 years of competitive golf. But, you know, more than that, um, that passion and drive for golf um, bled into commercial real estate in uh, 2014. Um, and be honest with you, it's professional golf is a lot like running a business. Um, you got to, you have to manage the money. You have to manage your practice, your time where you're investing your effort. Uh, you have to perform. Um, you have to work hard. You have to have, you know, diligence. You have to have discipline. Um, so I think golf really is what prepared me to be a business owner and, you know, a, a husband and, uh, a father um, very well. So, you know, I, I owe a lot to golf and, you know, golf definitely made me, the, you know, into who I am today. I appreciate you uh, mentioning that uh, you had the natural ability to play golf because I'm sure there's a lot of people listening here that look at golf as one of the most difficult sports out there or maybe most frustrating. Um, I played a college sport and I think it, it it's really created you know, who I am today from the competitiveness, but also the teamwork ability. I think playing a college sport at a higher level will prepare you for business, but prepare you to be successful in business. And that's what I want to jump into, you know, where you kind of took that competitive drive from being a professional athlete and working or playing, excuse me, in the PGA to then deciding to jump into commercial real estate as a profession in 2014. Tell us a little bit about that journey. Uh, how did commercial real estate come about? And then tell us a little bit about, you know, where you guys have been in the last, you know, six years. And we can jump into more specifics there. But I love to see a, a lot of people have an issue with taking that next step and and maybe transitioning yeah. from something that they're comfortable with and jumping into something that is a completely new avenue or completely new journey. Uh, so I'd love to see, you know, how did you transition and what was that all about? Yeah, thank you. So in a nutshell, um, playing professional golf, um, I come from a very, um, lack of a better term, poor family and background. So no, no one in my family nor myself could afford for me to go play professional golf. And I need, I knew I needed at least $25,000. So per year to play well, at a minimum. And so basically I was in my senior year of uh, wing university and I can't, I developed a business plan to sell thousand dollar shares to investors and businesses, um, to be able to go and play professional golf. And before I graduated, um, I actually raised $25,000. I sold 25 shares in college. Um, and that took about 250 meetings and phone calls to get the 25, um, basically share sold. And so that was just an incredible experience and gave me a confidence, which is a word that I want to reiterate several times in this um, podcast is it gave me the confidence that one, you know, I could sell myself, which may be the most difficult thing in the world is to sell yourself. Um, two, I could raise funds from people who did not, did not know that they would or would not get a return on their investment. Um, and I was able to put all this together and just go out and be persistent and get told no a lot. Um, in fact, you know, the 90% of people who, I'm taking that back. 95% of people who I presented to said no, but good luck. That 5% are the ones I sold the 25, you know, shares to. So a big lesson of that is, you know, uh, confidence, be persistent, 
uh, get used to being told no, and you're probably going to succeed. I mean, one more yo no is just one more step to a yes. So that gave me the confidence to say, all right, well, now that I have basically, I'm done with pro golf, I want to, you know, look at starting a family. Um, I want to, you know, get a, a different career path. Um, it gave me the confidence to say, okay, I, I'm starting from scratch. Um, there's going to be a lot of no's, but I can say yes. So I, um, I actually, to make a long story short, I was dating a girl at the time and her grandmother owned the, uh, owned a few commercial buildings in Concord and Harrisburg. And, uh, ironically enough, I was, you know, going to break up with the girlfriend, but the grandma offered me a job and, and I needed to, <laughs> you won her over anyway, huh? <laughs> yeah. That's, fantastic. I, uh, that's a whole nother. Grandma whole nother liked story, the golf but, game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It was the golf, I think. Um, but you know, I was managing those buildings and leasing them and figured out I was pretty good. And the whole time I was sweating, I was like, man, I, I don't want to get too far in the weeds here because, you know, I'm, I really not going to marry this girl or anything. And so, um, luckily one of the tenants in the building owned the commercial real estate firm and the guy stopped me one day and he said, man, as hard as you work managing these buildings, you would make a killing selling commercial real estate. And I said, yeah, I'm, I'm a little tired. I'm a little tired of making 18 or 21,000 a year. Um, I can barely pay bills as it is. So I'll listen to whatever you have to say. Um, so he said, go get your license. You'll hang it with me and, and we'll, we'll get to work. And so I did went and got my real estate license. I, um, hung my license with his firm and, uh, you know, I broke up with the girlfriend and, uh, the, the grandmother fired me. And so the, here I was again, hundred percent commission only job. And that same week I had met my wife. Um, and, uh, so, you know, pressure was really on, you know, and, and I uh, said, Hey, this girl's pretty special. Um, broke up my girlfriend, you know, shortly after, and now I have this hundred percent commission only job as a broker. So I went out there and first two months were famine, but you know, the next two months I had eight leases done. And then the next year I did 22 leases and a couple of sales. And then first half of the next year, um, I did about 15 leases and I don't know, four or five big sales. And he looked at me and said, Hey man, you, you really don't even need me anymore. You know, you, I, you, I just take a split and you, you're selling more real estate than I ever have any year of my career. Um, so I said, all right, I'm going to go open my own firm. And, and that was, um, November 1st of 2016, we opened blank real estate. Um, I know that's a fast forward version, but that's basically where golf translated into commercial real estate. Love that. There are a lot of great messages in there. Uh, you know, confidence, persistence, um, hard work ethic, determination, all those things you said, excuse me, I mean, contribute to your success thus far. I mean, the 30 under 30 and the father of four and a wonderful wife, all of those things that, that matter a tremendous amount uh, for you today. And uh, I'm curious, as, as you're four years into your own firm, at this point, what do you find the most fascinating part of commercial real estate to be? Yeah, thank you for asking. Um, you know, I think the most fascinating part is the people. Um, you know, we're, we're a local firm that works with a lot of local business owners and property owners. We, you know, we're not a JLL or a CBRE yet, so we don't work for, with the targets of the world and the Walmart and the Amazons. You know, we, we work with, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Smith who, you know, have owned a, a very successful business in Charlotte and surrounding counties for 30 years and 
they bought up some real estate, you know, and, you know, we, we, we work with a lot of local business owners and property owners that, and we love that. Um, and that's who we are. And, and, uh, we, we call a lot of local owners, a lot of local business owners, um, property owners and network with them. So I'd say the most interesting part is that, you know, we really create incredible relationships with all of our clients because, you know, they're, they're people we'd go and have dinner with locally. They're people that we would, I take to play golf locally. You know, we, I feel like a lot of larger firms probably spend all day on conference calls because their clients all over the United States. And my most favorite thing about what I do and what our brokers do is that we, we interact with all of our clients face to face so much, which is pretty rare in commercial real estate, to be honest with you. Um, and so I'd say the people, um, is, is my favorite part uh, of what we do, um, because we are local in nature and, you know, someone, uh, has an opportunity, we'll say, Hey, uh, let's meet for 30 minutes for coffee, or let's go look at the property right now. Um, even, you know, yesterday I went, uh, met with a property owner, uh, here on, uh, Freemore West and at five o'clock yesterday, uh, all the employees left and, you know, it was just he and his wife and uh, my assistant and I, and, you know, we just chatted about Charlotte and growth and, you know, his boy played football. So we talked football and, you know, just created a relationship. So, I think that's probably the most special thing for me is are the people and relationships that we, you know, I feel like I have 2000 friends um, just from, you know, working deals and, and doing business here in Charlotte. So that's, that's gotta be the best part to me. You mentioned, I mean, obviously everything's about a relationship and I think here at the Dunstan group, we're the same way. I mean, we want to be able to create relationships that can be beneficial and in, in more than just a transaction. We want to support our community. We want to build friendships before we really build transactions and I feel that that's the same way that you built your business. What does relationship selling mean to you? And how do you, you, you kind of went into how you differentiate it, but let's talk about if I were in the market right now and I had, you know, some buildings, maybe I'm working in, into some commercial real estate. How do you completely differentiate that and, and walk us through what it would be like to, to create a relationship with you? Yeah. So <clears throat> this is, uh, I, I did a little unorthodox. I'm not from Charlotte. In 2014, I didn't know one person in Charlotte at all, especially if I knew someone, they definitely were not related to commercial real estate in any way. So I had went, I started in um, a networking group and ended up kind of dropping that because of certain reasons, but I took one major thing from it and that that was one-to-one -one meetings. And so what I did was I focused on, on my goal was to set up at least four coffee meetings and one lunch a day, every day of the week. That was my goal. And so, um, I accomplished that goal and you can tell I did because I gained a lot of weight. <laughs> um, but what, what that did was, uh, what that did was the opportunity to buy someone a cup of coffee buy someone lunch, sit down for an hour, ask about how they are, how's their family, their story. And then at the end of the meeting, go, listen, how, how can I help you? Referrals? Do you own real estate? Do you know someone who owns real estate? Um, what, what do you need right now? Do you, do you need someone to, do you need a shoulder to cry on? You know, do you, do you need uh, advice on, you know, children? Do you need, do you need someone to, do you need referrals for business? I mean, what right now do you need? And, I'll help you. And if you could help me introduce me to property owners and business owners, then I think we're going to have a great relationship here. And I, I'm not kidding. Uh, to this day, I mean, there are almost every day I have several coffee meetings 
and I never eat lunch alone, never. Um, and, and that's how I developed those friendships, those relationships. And, and let me tell you, that takes a lot more time and effort than going and calling 200 people from your desk. But I promise you the gener- the the genuine relationship that comes from and the amount of referrals and opportunities you'll get from sitting down and listening to someone for an hour and asking how they can, how you can help, it bypasses those 200 phone calls a day in tenfold. But the only thing is it takes longer to see that return on investment of relationship and referral in business, but it usually is a lot more quality. So for me, I've never been one to sit back and cold call. I've always been one to say, hey, let's get together and look someone in the eyes. And that way, you know, I've created a lot of relationships and great referral partners and friends. Um, and that's how I've done it. You know, I'm sure there's a million ways to do it, but that's how I've developed the name and relationships here in Charlotte over the last five and a half years. I love that, Cliff. It's, it's very similar to how we've built our business here. I'm curious, and you, you speak a lot about people and your team. So as you're committed to these, let's say, four to five to six hours a day in meetings, and in every one of those meetings, you're making promises to each of those individuals. I'm curious how you build out the team in the office or support staff or whatever to help handle, you know, some of those promises and actually the business that generated from that. That's a that's a great point. So what I was noticing was pretty quick. I was getting a lot of referrals and opportunities, um, and uh, it led to business. And you know, ask my wife. I mean, all you know, from 8 a.m. until 6 p.m., I'd be meeting people, meeting people, and then I come home and I would have dinner, and I'd I'd kiss her and I kiss the baby or babies, <laughs> and I'd get back on the laptop. And from 8 p.m. till midnight or 1 a.m., I was working. <laughs> And I, I did that for, for years um, until I was able to build out other, you know, a team of admin. So now I have Morgan on our team. She's, you know, other than my family and, uh, you know, my, my family, she's the best thing that could happen in business was because she took that 8 p.m. To, to midnight off my plate. You know, the paperwork and the searches and the market research, she's done that. She does that during the day now for me. So, you know, basically the t- Morgan being admin. Now I have Wes, who's my, my assistant, um, my right-hand man, um, who helps me with my schedule, my schedule, um, just getting, you know, prioritizing items and duplicating some, some things that, you know, um, that I do on a day-to-day basis. And then we have several brokers who are very experienced, uh, commercial brokers who, if I get a referral, um, I'll make an introduction and I'll say, listen, hey, thank you for the referral. You know, Bob and I are going to work on this together, but he's going to take lead because he he is very knowledgeable and driven and I'm going to be involved in the deal, but, but I'm not going to be able to take lead on this. Trust me, you'll want Bob on this because he's the expert, you know, or Colson or Tommy or Stephen or, you know, Dominique. Um, we have several brokers in the firm now that basically, you know, they're all my right-hand people. And if I send them a referral, I know they're going to treat them just as well or, or just or better than I could because as a business owner, my role is changing every day from just being a broker who does deals to managing a team in office, growing offices, buying real estate, um, growing the property management, 
you know, investing in real estate, invest, finding investors, being a business developer for the business. You know, as a business owner, my role changes every time. So every day. So now we have the brokers and the, and the back-end staff, the admin, to make these referrals and these promises and these opportunities come to life. And, and then that way we all, as a firm, do more deals and we all, you know, make more money. So I want to, to kind of shift here and talk a little bit about your business, but a, a unique aspect of it is you mentioned this with your, with your wife and she helps you um, in the business. And I just want to jump into that. You know, I think there's a lot of people that own businesses. I think there's a lot of people that run family owned businesses and, and husbands and wives are working together, but it's very difficult for a lot of people to differentiate that. And some people are very successful and some are not. Uh, tell us yep. what it's like to partner with your wife and, and not only life, but also business. Yeah, that I, I love that. So, you know, my wife and children, they're number one. They're everything to me. You know, they drive me. I want them to be happy, healthy. I want them to be, to love life. And also I want them to know who I am, you know? So the, I could go into this pretty deep, but basically I want to be a father that they don't, that they remember, that they love, that they get excited to see. Um, and, you know, you know what it is like being in the business, in a business. Sometimes we work 20 hours a day, seven days a week. And so that balance comes from my wife being in part of this. So she helps me with every decision in the business. She absolutely is the master thinker. I mean, she is a phenomenal entrepreneur in her own right. Um, before we met, she owned and sold a high-end hair salon. She ran a, a clothing boutique with her mom um, and that was very successful. She's had a few online businesses that have been successful. I mean, she is a she is a master entrepreneur, and I've basically learned from her, to be honest. So with her running and being the master entrepreneur and leader of our household, which is way more work than I've ever done, <laughs> on top of that, um, she she's a you know, master thinker and overseer and grand you know planner. And, uh, I mean, we are always talking three, six, nine, 12 months out. And so the dynamic is, is that, no, she doesn't come to the office every day and sit next to me and, and work on deals. Um, what she does is she takes the 360-degree approach and helps me with planning, um, strategizing. Um, and, then I, and then, of course, me coming home day to day saying, hey, this, this, and this happened. Um, I really wanted to get your input, and, and i got to make a decision tomorrow on if we do this, this, or this. So for us, the per for us and everyone's different. The perfect dynamic is not having her actually in the the weeds of the business every day, in the day to day. It's having her help me think bigger and bigger, and and not and maybe catch things that I'm not seeing in the business day to day, and help me, you know, think larger than my little bubble of the 12 or 14 or you know 18 hours I worked that day. But what does this business need to look like? to breach our goals in six months, 12 months, you know, 20 months. Um, so that's how our dynamic is perfect because she, she's a wonderful wife, a wonderful mother who there's no one better to raise our children than her. But on top of that, I also don't know any other entrepreneurs better than her. <laughs> so I, I need her to focus on the large items in the 360 view. And then I go and I'm the implementer. Um, so for us, that's the perfect dynamic. And that's why we, we have a great marriage. We have a great, we're great parents. 
and we have businesses that are growing because we we understood early what our strong points are and where we're going to be best to spend our time together and not together. Man, you make it sound easy. I love it. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, I'll tell you what, you know, when I just have a great wife, you know, and, and she's wonderful. But I'll tell you another secret. Um, there's a couple of secrets here that I, I don't share with a ton, always a ton of people, but I want to share this because it's very important. You know, we very a few years ago, we did get help at home, you know, a nanny. And we made sure to get someone that could come at least two week nights a week so that we could have date nights. Perfect. And and I'm telling you, that changed our world. So there's there at least one date, at least one weekday um, a week. It will be six o'clock on a Tuesday or actually a Monday, yeah, Monday or Tuesday. And we'll go and we'll get a quick bite to eat or we'll go and and get a, you know, a quick neck massage. And we'll sit there and we'll talk life, business, uh, goals, family, and, you know, we're, our children are being well taken care of. You know, it's during the week and, and we're just having us time because if we don't have that, we notice that every day we, we kind of run home and we're exhausted and we're dealing, you know, dealing with the children and trying to get them to bed. And then we pass out and we don't talk about anything important. And when we implemented that, that we had a couple of one or two nights during the week where it's just us two for a few hours to kind of unwind or talk business or talk life or just to kind of get to know each other again for that week. That di- that right there in itself um, changed a, a large dynamic in our marriage and made it great. And then also we take a lot, we do take a lot of weekend trips throughout the year, staycations and di- you know trips to Disney World. Um, every Valentine's we take a big trip to Hawaii or New York. And we make sure that we take several of those little weekend trips um, throughout the year so that we remember that, hey, you know, our marriage came first and our team and us being teammates is, is very important. And our kids are too, don't get me wrong, but, you know, we're the engines. We have to be running at 100% for our children to be healthy and, and happy and for us to be. So that that's kind of our, our secret there for what we do. Well, I'm just glad you broke up with your girlfriend. You know, that was that was probably a really good move back in the day. But no, that's awesome, man. You, you really just um, hit on a lot of things that I think a lot of people, you know, that are married, that are in relationships, you know, there's so much noise out there, right? There's so many things to distract you. There's so many things to tempt you per se. A lot of people need to get back to, to reality, right? And that's the relationship and, and where it started. And I think with somebody that has four kids, that's right, four kids, is that right? Four, yeah, four kids, four, four kids three, under four two and eight months. Yeah. Four Woo. kids under four. So not only has your wife been an entrepreneur and running a business, but she's been pregnant for four years. That's absolutely <laughs> uh, unbelievable. That's like a magic woman. Um, but no, in all seriousness, yeah. I think you, I think you, uh, you, you nailed it, right? Like you need to date your wife. Um, you need to be able to have those relationships. And I think a lot of people, it's easy to get away from that. It's easy to be distracted. So it's really nice to hear from somebody that is working, you know, 18 hours a day that is committed to growing their business, but also you're committed to your family. You're committed to, to being a, a role model, but also you're committed to keeping that close relationship. It's almost like the relationships. I always say the honeymoon stage, like before you're married, like yep. you remember back in the day when you first met and it's like, you got butterflies and you got all excited and like, you need to keep that up because you know, that's where it all started. So I love that. 
Um, I want to shift here and jump into you guys as an organization. And we, one thing that we do here at the Dunstan Group, we love working with, uh, with with nonprofits. We love you know trying to volunteer our time or really do anything we can to support the community. And that's something that's really important to your organization as well. Would love to talk a little bit about your volunteer work and some of the programs that you uh, you currently work with. Yes, uh, be glad to. So. You know, even though I don't have a personal connection to anyone that that has muscular dystrophy, um, I have been for the past four years really involved with MDA um, here in Charlotte, uh, Muscular Dystrophy Association. It, it all started when I was asked as a pro golfer several years ago to be on their quote-unquote muscle team, which I will admit I had a lot more muscle when they first asked me. <laughs> um, but, but, uh, but anyway, every year I've gladly been, I've actually graciously been invited back and their, their large event that they have in the spring, um, uh, their ball basically, um, going in and, you know, standing with, um, people like, um, the running back for the Carolina Panthers and, you know, shooting guard for the Hornets and, and other people that are just incredible athletes and, uh, but and getting buddied up with uh, someone with muscular dystrophy and spending the night with them and getting to know them and helping uh, the organization raise money um, and have a successful night. I do that every year still. Um, do, we actually, Blank Real Estate, co-host a fundraiser golf tournament with MDA. Um, we're really honored because the only other groups they do that with is Bojangles and Sam's Mart here in the Carolinas. Um, and so, we're very young that our second year is this year. It's coming up in September, the tournament is. But, you know, really just love a, a good partnership where we can combine things we love, um, you know, with helping others and raising money and, you know, getting around people who are happy. Um, so muscular dystrophy is, is, is a big part of the nonprofit life for my family and I. Um, and then also... Caroline Bilt is highly involved in Ronald McDonald House, so obviously I'm an advocate for them and, and love working with them. Um, we also do, uh, I've done several um, day day trips to the Bird Haven or Shelter in Union County. Um, you know, going there and like weed eating and just kind of cleaning out cages and things like that. Um, you know, I, I'd say that Muscular Dystrophy, though, and Ronald McDonald House, um, you know, are probably two of the bigger organizations that people would know that we love to to support, um, and uh, we try to every every chance we get. I love it, man. So let's uh, let's talk the future before we start to wrap this up. Where where are we going? You know, what's uh, what's the next five years going to look like for uh, for Clifford, his family, and uh, and the brands that that you've started to create and really started to to develop. Yeah, so you know, there, there's two parts of that story. You know, we we want to keep growing what we, ha you know, the brands we have. Blank Real Estate is a commercial brokerage firm, uh, brokerage and property management. Um, we've got Blank Canvas Coworking, which is a, a co-working business, shared office space, a lot like we work. So we'd like to have more locations there. Um, we have, excuse me, they have, we have Blank More Real Estate Group, which is a residential uh, uh, brokerage company that we are part owners of in the Lake Norman area. Um, have a great partner in that with Andrew Morgan and his wife, Jody. Um, we also uh, have a new uh, technology platform uh, property or property technology platform that we're launching 
here in the next week or two called closeoffmarket.com. Um, so that's been kind of a, a, a focus for myself and a few others on the team. Um, basically, it's a platform for uh, identifying off-market properties um, to purchase for investors and um, commercial investors and for property owners, uh, or pro- I'm sorry, for uh, business owners that are having a hard time locating a property to purchase for their business. Um, so anyway, I think closeoffmarket.com is going to be uh, really the catalyst that helps the other brands grow as well because uh, we'll be seeing um, investors uh, coming into the Charlotte market uh, and wanting to buy commercial real estate and then blank real estate is going to be the firm that facilitates those sales. So the the goal, though, is to have all of these brands and companies that are real estate related to have synergy to grow together. Um, so our goal is to have a close off, close off market in all the major um, markets in the United States, which backs that up with a blank real estate, which does this, the transactions of sales, leasing, and property management in all those markets. Um, and then Andrew, uh, Jody, my wife, and I want to open blank moors in multiple locations all over the start in the southeast to sell residential real estate uh, for a fee. And then uh, Pete Campbell and his wife um, and uh, Anna and I would love to have blank canvas co-workings in every market that we have a close off market, a blank real estate and a blank more um, to buy real estate uh, and have a place to office and then have others to collaborate with in our co-working space like we've done here in Charlotte. So I, I like to tell everyone we, we're la- we've laid the foundations. Um, we've made sure that the very solid foundations, you know, now it's time to grow into more markets, um, more locations all together, you know, hopefully around the same time period um, and let it organically happen. So, you know, we're working on opening our Orlando, Florida office right now. We've opened our triad office. Um, We're working on opening our triangle office right now. We're working on an office in the Spartanburg um, area, um, Greenville area. And, uh, you know, I think it's just a catalyst where, you know, we open an office for close off market and blank real estate, and then we just keep bringing brands into a market and replicate what we've done here in Charlotte. And we feel like we've proven the model here pretty well. That's incredible, man. Um, I was born in Orlando, so that's awesome. I will say, no uh, yeah. So, uh, if you are listening, you know, to this, definitely, you know, like, share, you know, comment on the podcast. But before we we wrap this up, what's the best way if somebody's listening, they're interested in your brands, whether it's you know commercial real estate or, or any of the other ones, what's the best way to get in touch with you, and how can they get in touch with you and your team? Yeah, great question. So, um, I mean, obviously, glad to give my um, my cell phone number seven zero four seven two seven six two zero two. Call text anytime. My email is Clifford. C-L-I-F-F-O-R-D at blankrealestate.com. You can go on our website, blankrealestate.com, and submit uh, a form on there. And, of course, that email will go to myself and admin. Um, You can find us on Instagram. You can find uh, us on LinkedIn, on Facebook. Um, We're, you know, we're in the Charlotte Business Journal a good bit. Um, We're we're pretty easy to locate. Uh, So, and we're, we pride ourselves on being the best communicating firm you know, that we know. Um, and so if you reach out to us, we'll definitely reach back out right away. Um, email, text, or call. Um, 
yeah, uh, and you know we love social media. We love uh, all the platforms, and you know we uh, we love assisting people. So if someone has commercial real estate or residential for Blankmore that they want to sell, lease, rent, manage, um, you know any of those things, or a free you know evaluation of what their property's worth, um, or what they could get for a lease rate, or just advice on what maybe to do in the next 12 months to get ready to sell. You know, we're we're the people you should call. Um, so thank you for the asking. Cliff, man, really appreciate it. You're I, I'm confident you're an inspiration to many and I'm proud to know you, buddy. And and uh, gives me hope and great faith that, uh, you know, this millennial generation that everyone loves to downplay uh, is is on top of their game and moving forward and innovating and and keeping us uh, older people moving, you know. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah so, you old man so, over there, so man. I uh, yeah, thankful for that, man. I, again, I appreciate you spending some time with us today. What a great story. Uh, your your hard work right. is paying off, and uh, I'm excited to see thank where you. you take it, buddy. For sure. Well, guys, I, I thank you. You know, like I said, this is my first podcast. I'm super excited. Um, life is good. God is good. Um, so please, I'd be glad to do it again anytime. And if someone wants to reach out to, to talk, let me know. But thank you, too. Once again, I, I cherish our friendship and relationship, and let's continue to grow it. What a great story, man. Thank you very much. Amen to that, buddy. Thank you guys so much for listening to this episode of the Brand Builders Podcast. If you are interested, get in touch with Clifford. Uh, if you did not get that information, you can reach out to me and Scott, and we'll get you in touch. But again, like, share, comment. Uh, until the next episode, you have been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast. You've been listening to the Brand Builders Podcast, brought to you by the Dunstan Group with your host, Scott Dunstan and Brian Young. For branded merchandise and apparel that makes first impressions and ones that last, check out the Dunstan Group at dunstangroup.com.